0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the old music, mate. Chill out with that. Where's the new music, Ash?
1: What's
2: going on? Oh, yes, of course. New music is coming. New music is coming soon. Anyway, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day you are listening to this. Welcome to episode 42 of the AG podcast and a bit of a relaunch ahead of the new season that kicks off tomorrow. Uh, I'm your host today, the Ash Cohen 09, and with me on the panel is, of course, the regular Jaminator. Good evening, pal.
0: Good evening, mate. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. You know, I'm raring to go for the new season, mate.
2: Raring to go. Aren't we all? Um, And we have two guests with us today, uh, one of which is a returning member and one of which is a new member. So our returning member is uh, League One favourite Red Rhinoceros. Good evening, pal.
3: Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Looking forward
2: to this. Good, good, good. Yeah, good to have you on board as always. And making his podcast debut is Messi. Good evening, pal.
4: Hi guys. Hi. Hi.
2: How's all? Yeah, good. How are you doing? doing? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Good. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. You do what you can. Um. So. Obviously, uh, we're going to be looking ahead at the new season. So I'm just going to run down uh, the agenda for today. So we're going to start with League One um, and looking ahead to that division. Obviously, Rhino is uh, a part of that league. So we'll keep sort of going over to him in a bit more depth. Uh, We're then going to go to the Championship. Uh, Joe has then recorded something for us on the last two weeks of the F1. Um, We're then going to go back to FIFA and the Premiership. We then started something the last season that we really, really want to push on this season. And that is the upcoming game of the week. So we're going to be having a little look at the first set of fixtures and seeing what fixtures stand out there. Um, we're then going to go over to Bertie for the golf. Uh, we're then going to have a little bit of a new segment that we've called Controversy Corner. And I'm going to be going over to Jam on this part, um, where we're going to sort of look back over the last sort of two weeks or so. at Any moments that have happened on the site, whether F1 or FIFA, that have been controversial. So we'll be looking forward to that part. And then we've had a lot of listeners questions come in. Thank you ever so much for everyone's done it. We have whittled it down to about eight or ten uh, for the podcast. So we'll be going through that. As well. So we'll obviously start with League One and uh, looking ahead at the new season. So I'm just going to run down the league um in terms of who occupies that division. So we have Wince, Harry, MJG, Hilly, yourself, Rhino, Lost Boy, Welzer, Worm, Diadex, Tunners, uh, SATY, SAT, SAT, Gasgrass, Wizfox, Fox, Andy Brill, and Payne Wales. So I'm going to come to you first, Rhino. Um how do you rate your chances this season? Have you had a good pre-season? Are you feeling confident?
3: Um, I've had a mixed bag of a pre-season, to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm expecting to to do really a similar sort of job as as last year. There are three or four people that I would rate probably higher than me and and plenty that I wouldn't. But, um, yeah, it's, I'm a little bit up and down at the moment. I haven't really got my best um, formation sorted out. So, um Yeah, I'm I'm not overly confident this time, but
2: we'll see. Um, Obviously, Welser came down from the championship uh, last season. And uh, obviously, there's been quite a lot of, um, well, I think the general consensus from sort of seeing people's uh, sort of predictions is that they expect him to go back up. Um, Would you agree with that? And who else do you think will sort of be challenging in that sort of um, automatic promotion spot?
3: Yeah, is that me again, Ash?
2: Yeah, yeah, should
3: be bad to you. I, I, I hope everybody's seen my League One preview, um, which I uh, published about a week ago. But um, yeah, having having played some more friendlies over the last few days, I'm going to stick by that. Um, MJG has given me a couple of thrashings recently. He's changed his game since he got uh, since he got relegated, and I think he'll be challenging Welzer. I think Welzer will 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 go straight up. No no danger. And after that, I think I think it's a little bit more uh, up for grabs, if you like. I think Nguince, um, myself, Hilly, Payne. Um, I think we'll be we'll be pushing uh, we'll be pushing the top two. So um, yeah, that, that's what I think will happen this year.
2: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Jam, I'm going to come over to you next. Um, sort of, uh, I, I know we don't tend to uh, look that far down the table, um, but. Looking, obviously, at that division, I, I, I don't think you look at anyone else past Welleser, really. Can you, in that sort of uh, top spot?
0: Well, do you know what I mean? I, I actually, did my, when I was doing my prep work uh, this morning for, the, for tonight's podcast, I, I did write Welleser, and I did back up what I said before about him to go unbeaten, possibly, um, for, for the season. But do you know what? I, I played Wintz uh, in a couple of friendlies this afternoon, I've played him a couple of times recently as well. Yeah. And he absolutely battered me this afternoon. He beat me 4-1 um and that was just after we drew 4-4 so i think possibly wince could be a challenging in this season i know in the past rhino said about mjg being quite strong as well but for me my top two as it stands right now would be wellzer and wince in, in yeah,
2: probably that I, order I, would agree as well. with, I would agree with that um i had uh wells to go up uh, i mean i'm just looking at my sort of predictions that i made the other week um i've got wells to go up with wince and mjg in the automatic promotion um I, I would uh, probably back up that and think that will be how I think it will go. Um,
0: I also do think MJG will go up in automatics. My my playoff pick was actually Hilly. So yeah, <laughs>
2: <around>. exact same, <laughs> exact same. Um, obviously, Messi. Um, I'll come to yep. you next. Um, I, I, I don't know how many of the division, uh, the League One players you've played. Um, how are you expecting League One to go? Would you agree with the consensus, or do you think there'll be some surprises?
4: I think Welser obviously will go up himself, and I played Nguyen quite a few times, played him in the friendly the other day, which obviously, yeah, I lost 4-3, that was a tough game, but he is a good player, and obviously then I'm going to see the playoffs probably between Hilly or Rhino or MJG
2: yeah i mean it, it's an interesting one um i'm just looking at who i put down as the uh, the flop for the season and i put harry now i know we always seem to dig him on the podcast but he, he i've I, i've put here that he is uh you know he always seems to show a little bit of promise early on before sort of falling away um towards the end of the season um and I, 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 know he's, uh, you know, I know he's trying to strengthen and do well, and uh, he's he's had a cracking deal um, earlier in the week by uh, someone in this podcast. Um, <coughs> won't name names, but I expect him to sort of falter on. Um, is there anyone there that you think could um, that could do well, but maybe not? Let me reword that: that you're expecting to do well that may not. I let's go to uh- Jam on this one first.
0: Um I mean it's tricky. I mean again you go back to Welder in the sense Welder shouldn't be in that division. I think we all we all probably appreciate that. You know, he has been the Prem not too long ago, championship. Um but ultimately you are where you are for a reason. You know, people said the same about Sunderland when they went down to League One in real life. Um so it it could be the fact that, you know, losing breeds losing and he ends up sort of, you know, sticking it out down there in, in League One. Um, you know, the Rhino syndrome, as, as it's been come to know. Um, but, I mean, you know, I mean, what, Rhino's probably a better, better judge on this than me. I mean, I, I played Andy Brewer last night, and I think Andy Brewer could actually surprise a few people this season and, and not finish as low as he did uh, did last. But, I mean, you know, in terms, of, in terms of the same question, Rhino, what do you think?
3: I think um, every year I always think Tunnels is going to do better because he's, he's improved a lot. But when it comes to the league games, he, he, he flatters to deceive. I think... Um, I thought Hilly would have done better last year. And again, I think Hilly's going to do well this year, but, but he's got to prove it, you know? Um, I, I think the thing about this division is that, that there's a lot of players there that can beat each other. You, you, you took a lot of improvers in there. You've got... Um, even, you know, Gazgrass has improved. Uh, lost Boy improved a lot. He was on the the verge of the playoffs. Um, so I'm just looking down. Oh, and a big shout out to my pal, my new pal Sadie. Um, great addition <laughs> to the great addition to the the league. Um, he's had some very lucky friendly wins. So I'm hoping he's going to be on there tonight for me to smash him. Um, he's, he's, he's a good lad, and I think he'll be mid table as well. There's a lot. Um, Apart from the top two or three, whether you you know you've got Wells and MJG uh, and the and, Wince, there's a lot of to and froing in between the, um, the you know the sort of the next six or seven teams. And Harry, you know, I love Harry. I love the way he he talks himself up because nobody else will, and I love him for that. But um, <laughs> he, he's uh, he's gonna have a he's, he's gonna have a bad season, old Harry. I'm gonna smash him.
2: you heard it here first (laughs) right Right. we'll move on from league one and we're going to move on to the championship uh so the sort of middle thing which for me i think is the most competitive league out of all three of them um so i'll run down the division uh so we have plunkett big b amon raz riverman Raya jones storm jeff anthony sofa gorton blue mac jet Aaron, Joe, Soggy, Bertie and Biggie D. Um, I mean, I was just looking at some of those names in there um, and I, I think that's a cracking division. Um, I'm going to come to you first, Jan. Um What do you expect to see from that division this season?
0: Well, first of all, I mean, I completely echo the sentiment that it's the most competitive division. For me, it's the hardest division to call by far. Um, you know, I mean, you've got some big names in there this season, similar to when you went down yourself, Ash, a couple of seasons uh, not too long ago. Yeah. You know, you've got Joe and Aaron, who are normally in the Prem. Um, you know, you've got Storm, you've got River, Bertie. You know, you've got some big, big players in there, really, Jeff Anthony um you know raz who went down from the prem you know sort of again struggled in the prem quite a lot mainly down to his defense if we're being honest he just ships too many goals um my favorite well the the three i've got to go up and i'm not putting an order on it because i can't because i really don't know who who's going to come through i guess none of us really do um but i've got joe aaron and bertie to go up as the top three um and i've got yeah, that
2: was uh that was my free as well
3: <laughs>
0: oh well, there you go uh, and and i've got river actually to get promoted by the playoffs i think i'm not just saying it because of the perceived banter i think storm's going to get a bit of a shock i think he's going into the division thinking he might walk it and i think it's going to be a lot harder than um than he maybe has in his mind um So I think Storm, I think he'll definitely finish in the playoff places, but I don't think he'll get promoted, Yeah, um, which is is my my opinion, to
2: be honest. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, all those four names that you said are the four that I had down uh, in my prediction as well. Um, Storm, I think you make a very, very good point with. uh, I think the thing with Storm is that on his day, he can be a very, very good player. Um, But the issue with Storm is that when things don't necessarily go his way in the game, um, whether, you know, someone scored a shit penalty or a ship goal, he drops his head um, and then it becomes quite easy. Um, if he just didn't drop his head that much, then he would have, I mean, this season's just gone, he would have stayed in the Prem um you know i think i had it in my game against him i think a few other people have had the same if he can sort of keep that head level in games that things you know do go against him then i I expect to see him pushing up towards the top and even challenging but it all comes down to whether he doesn't lose that sort
0: of um that sort of switch so to speak um In, in, in just before you move on in terms of river and bertie yeah. My, my reasons for having them in my, my sort of four that are going to go up is, is purely, uh, well, not purely, that's that's fair, is partly, and, and a large part of it, down to their squads. Um, yeah. The two of them have got, for me, you know, alongside Joe, got the strongest sides yeah. in the division. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, in what part do you think that's down to, uh, you know, down to your thinking Henry, um. in regards to...
2: I mean obviously Bertie's done well I think in the last couple of seasons and he's always come across as a good player um, I've put him at the top I think that's obviously going to depend on how he uh, adapts with some of the better players in that division um, but I think he can do it I mean I had him as a as a winner I, again similar to you I think it's difficult really to call because you know and I know I get called for sitting on the fence but it's such a competitive division that you can't really call it outright. where you possibly could do the other two divisions. Um, and then Riverman, I think obviously relies heavily on Traore um, and does work well to an effect. Um, but again, it, it, it's going to be so competitive and I, I think it's going to be one of those seasons and uh, one of those divisions that go all the way down to the wire. That's what
0: I was about to say. So I think it'll go all the way like it did last season. Yeah. go all the way down to
2: the final day. Yeah, I think so. Um, Messi, I'll come to you next. Um, yep. What are your sort of thoughts on that division? Who have you got to go up and sort of? If you look towards the bottom, who would you say will be going down to the uh, the depths of League One? Uh,
4: for the people that are going up, obviously I would have to say Aaron and Joe because obviously, like you both said before, obviously they've both been in the Premier League. It's obviously surprised they are in the Championship to see obviously Joe and Aaron both down there, and the other two. Uh, well, for me, it would be between Riverman, probably Roy Jones, and uh, Bertie to go up.
0: Roy Jones—that's an interesting one.
4: Yeah, and obviously, for go- obviously get obviously for going down, obviously it's a tough league to start in. Uh, Gorton Blue.
2: Have you? What's your sort of thinking behind Gorton going down? Have you played him in some um, on this FIFA?
4: uh i've played him obviously in a few friendlies obviously i think i've won a few and he's won a few but obviously to start in that kind of league with obviously obviously with like likes them kind of people like aaron and joe and bertie is pretty tough obviously league it's going to be for him
2: yeah it's an interesting
4: one but if he does but if he does but if he does stay up then obviously fair play to the lad
2: yeah it is an interesting one um Rhino, well, obviously, I'll come to you sort of looking from the the bottom upwards, so to speak. Um, how do you see that division going? Obviously, your friend Bertie is uh, in there with some very good players. Um, do you think he can push towards the top?
3: Well, the first thing I'd like to say about the Championship, uh, Ash, is that whilst, yes, it's very competitive, very difficult to call, what I always think about the Championship is that it, it lacks character. It, 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 it's... There's no sort of um, it's not very interesting, you know. You look at the people that are in there, and it's not like our division, which has got a lot of personality. I just think the championships is a bit dull, really. Usually, um, I think this time round it's a little bit different. You've got um, you've got Joe and Aaron that have come down, uh, and Storm have come down to join Riverman. Um, Riverman's never dull, but uh, for most of. Them. And um, the one thing I, I'm going to pull you, you guys up about Bertie. Bertie, Bertie's a good mate of mine, and I love him to bits. <clears throat> and I see him tipped to win everything, every because he's such a nice bloke. And Bertie got relegated last the season before last, okay. And and last season, Payne Wales got four points uh, in in the championship. Now Payne Wales and Bertie, are the two that I play the most, and there's very little between them. So you, you, you've gone for Bertie to win the division, whereas Payne got only four points less. I'm, I'm struggling to see how Bertie can win that division. I think it's a big step up. I think he'll do. I think he'll be mid-table, and I think that'll be success for him uh, for next season. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Gorton, I've played him a few times, and he's one of those players where. I always think I've got a chance against him, but he always beats me, but only just. He's one of those players. Um, I I did think that he was put in a division too high at first, um, and I think he will find it tough um, in that division, to be fair. Uh, Looking looking at the players, it's difficult to find players that will come lower than him. Um, And I just want to say one more thing. It's great to see Sofa Rukas back. he is a former uh, Premier winner, isn't he? Premier League winner? Uh, Runner up. He came. Uh, he came second in a Prem. Thought he, I thought he. Oh, he came second in a year. Came yeah. second yeah.
0: behind Subs, I think it was.
3: He, he's he's just getting used to the game again, and um, he'll he'll. I think he'll get mid-table by the end of it. So who's going to go down? It's very difficult to see. Mackham, and maybe. Uh, I think Rye Jones will struggle. Um, sorry, Messi, but you know, I th- yeah. did you say that Messi the same?
4: Uh, no, I said Roy Jones to probably get into the like playoff, like playoffs or something. Yeah, I, yeah.
3: I don't see that. I see Roy Jones as being marginally better than me, and um, I think he'll have a difficult season. Um, I think Soggy will probably have another difficult season as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm expecting big things from Big B. I think he's improved a bit, um, and uh, maybe maybe mid table again. But uh, my top three are Aaron. Storm and Joe with Riverman to to go through the playoffs. So I think those four are probably the four that will uh, that will go up.
2: Hmm, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you sort of uh, look at the Prem boys that came down. Um, half expect them to sort of kick off well, but yeah, it is. I know you say it lacks uh, sort of personality, but it's going to be such an interesting lead to call. And I, as I said, I think it's going to go all the way down to the wire. Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move away from FIFA for now, and we're going to go over to F1. Uh, Obviously, we've had two races since uh, we last heard from Joe, Um, so Joe's got a little bit to talk to us about, um, about the last two weeks, so
1: over to you, Joe. Thanks, guys, and once again, thanks for having me back on for another F1 Roundup. As usual, with the podcast being bi-weekly, we've had two races since we last talked, we've had china and the much talked about baku we're going to take a look at each one um looking at china first in division one it was a very interesting race it was mostly dry but the rain did come on early the top two drivers in bunsey and golden had their strategy down absolutely fantastically they both came out on harder tires from the start did a long stint and timed it perfectly going in to get wets on that gave them a great advantage and they finished one and two. It was actually Mouse that crossed the line in third place but with some quite drastic time penalties. He dropped down three positions. So it was actually myself that came in third, Ivan was fourth and Nindurin was fifth. We had Soggy Cabbages back in eighth place with the fastest time. Looking down to Division 2, it was Steve Storm who won the race. 18 seconds clear of Nguyen's. We had Brian in third, we had Riverman in fourth and Hilly in fifth. Harry was back in 11th, once again living up to his um, nickname of wreck it, Ralph. He did have the fastest lap time, but he also caused quite a few incidents. most only at the first corner, when he caused an incident which knocked Bertie down from pole position. He finished in 8th place. Now we'll move on to last Monday night in Baku again. It was one of the most talked about races. I don't think anyone really knew what to expect, but it actually went off quite well. There was incidents, but not anywhere near as bad as what people thought there was going to be. We'll take a quick look at Division 1. Soggy Cabbages won this one. Um, he had a fastest lap time as well with a 144-0. Fantastic drive from Soggy, you couldn't really argue. We have Mouse in 2nd, we have Bonzi in 3rd, Suited in 4th and Goldenbeard in 5th. As you'd expect there was quite a few non-finishers including B- Bunsey who was one of the championship favourites. We'll take a look at Division 2 from Baku. Again, New Wintz won the race. Absolutely fantastic driver. He was by far the fastest driver in the race. He actually had the fastest time of 1.45.0, which was at least about one and a half seconds clear of anybody else. We had Brian, who has been a model of consistency. He came in second. Riverman was third. Harry was fourth. And Jaminator was fifth. A little shout out to Riverman. He caused quite a few incidents this week. Most notably with Dearest Storm and the Malian. We'll take a quick look at the league tables. We've had four races now in Season 3, so everyone's starting to uh, find their positions in the table. In Division 1, it's very, very close. We've got Soggy Cabbages on 32 points, Buncey on 29, Ninja Bean on 28. We then move down to the sort of second tier. We've got Mouse on 23, MJG 19, Shelbourne and Goldenbeard on 18, Suited on 17, and myself on 16 points very very close division two we've got a standout leader in brian like i said he's been very consistent so far as a two second places a third and a fourth he's on 40 points we've then got the million on 29 new ints on 28 hilly on 27 harry on 24 and storm on 21 a fun fact for both divisions we've had four weeks four races both divisions have had four different winners i hope we keep that up and the championships stay nice and close we'll catch you again guys thank you very much
2: and uh, thank you very much for that joe um right so we're going to move over to the premiership now uh, and i'm going to run uh through the prem uh, so we have burger boy uh jam suited buncy myself Brian, Malian, Joby, Shelbourne, Messi, Sophie, Paul, and Danger Mouse. So I'm going to come to you first, Messi. Uh, obviously, occupy yourself in the yep. prem this season. Um, how are your uh, How are your feelings ahead of the uh, kickoff tomorrow? How's your preseason been?
4: Uh, it's not been that bad, actually, to be honest. Uh, I've obviously been in a few few of the tournaments recently. Played a few games, it was obviously like last night as well. I uh, obviously had a few good results. Obviously. Lost a few that probably I thought I would obviously Blues. but yeah, not oh no, it's pretty, actually a good se- pre-season actually. And where are you
2: hoping to sort of push on for yourself this season?
4: To be honest, uh, I reckon prob- it's not probably not going to be the like automatically going down. Like, I reckon it's going to be near that relegation playoff kind of zone. It's just obviously with obviously like obviously like, obviously, like yourself and Jam and obviously Burger obviously playing you obviously I've played you guys before and it's like well can I get a could I get a win there could I get a hopefully draw here but obviously I think I I think the points are going to be from the players that are going to be around near me on the table so I think it's going to be near that relegation playoff zone for me um
2: jam obviously you know you, you've been in the premiership for quite a while now um, you've sort of toyed I think it was in mid season last year um, yeah, mid table sorry um Will you sort of be hoping that you can push against sort of mid table but more towards sort of uh, with Berger and Suffy this well, season?
0: I'll have, I'll have you know, Ash, I actually finished fourth last Oh, <laughs> right. Well, nearly mid table. Nearly mid table. Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> nearly mid table. <laughs> nearly mid table. i an Arsenal fan. <laughs> I don't think fourth is mid table. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but no, yeah, of course, the, the mission is always to finish as high as possible. Um, I think, in terms of when you look at the players in uh, in the division this season, it's it is difficult to look at, to look anywhere past Suthi and Berger for the top two again. I think um, recently, having played yourself though, Ash, I would say that you're you're sort of back. I would say you're you're in with a shout of being top three for sure. Um, and then there's myself, there's Joby, there's Bunsey brian as well who's a sort of dark horse you know these are the guys who i think are going to be in the in the sort of chasing pack um and for me unfortunately sorry mate to do it to you but i think messi i think messi will be one of the ones to go down um with mouse paul it could finally be his season maybe as well um and maybe suited and shelbourne but suited's a weird player because he's so difficult to beat he's so difficult to beat i personally find anyway um whenever we've played in King of the Hill and things. So for me, he'll be one of the ones that he'll be scrapping, you know, for every point. And, and hopefully, I hope anyway, he's a nice guy. I hope he does stay in the division. Um, But yeah, you know, the, the plan is to definitely finish as high as possible. Um, You know, having having just secured a, a top striker, thank you very much, Messi. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a brilliant, brilliant chance to do just that. So we'll see. We'll see how we go. Um, you know, in terms of, do you think I can challenge the top two? Probably not. I'll be honest. I don't think. I do think anybody will. Um, but it'll be interesting.
2: Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, it, it's difficult to look past Berger and Sophie under sort of top two. Um, you mentioned myself. Uh, I, I've had a good pre-season. I've sort of strengthened in the market. I needed to bring in a keeper and a right winger uh, when it opened. I've done that. Um, so we take each game as we come we try and take maximum points and we'll see where we are um i've got a couple of i wouldn't say easy easy games but um games that could be quite enjoyable uh to start off with um and then i've got quite a tricky run i think it's uh brian Sufi, burger and yourself jam all in one go uh sort of mid-season um obviously Rhino, maybe one day you might come and join us um <laughs> <laughs> sort, of looking from, uh, sort of looking from that division, though, um, would you agree with the fact that it, it's difficult to look past Berger and Sufi, or do you see anyone else sort of challenging in that sort of division?
3: The first thing I want to say, Ash, is that I'd, I'd like to know how to pronounce Sufi's name, because it's quite funny when you pronounce it. Sufi,
2: Sufi, Sufi, I don't know, Sufi. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, and, and everybody pronounces it different. Um, I've got him and Berger, uh, I've got him... I've got him to win it though because you know anyone but Burger. Anyone so but Burger. Yeah, the hashtag. get Let's the hashtag get the, back out. That's
2: the hashtag uh, trending. Yep.
3: Uh, I was struggling to find a third place really. Um, yeah, so I think I'll put you down for that, Ash, because hmm. you're running the podcast. No pod pressure. So, yeah, no, and I'm no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. So yeah, to go down, I've got um, I've got Malian. Danger Mouse and Joby, all tremendous players, but uh, that's one one tough division. Um, yeah, it's I, I don't. It, it's interesting. I don't take a lot of notice really of this. Obviously, I, I talk to Jam quite a bit, and and, and Berger uh, is uh, usually on late at night, and um, so I, I get I get to see what's going on in the prem from their little chats, but. Um, yeah, it's,
5: it, I, I don't
2: really have a lot of interest, to be honest. <laughs> <talk about. laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair
3: enough. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, in, in terms of Joby, I mean, he, he says about Joby maybe going down there. I mean, Joby's been talking himself up on, you know, on Twitter and, and on. Uh, I, like on and I like his yeah, confidence.
2: I like he, his confidence.
0: He's very confident going into this season, um, you know. So it will be interesting to see, how, you know, if that pays off.
2: Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be interesting, but I do like his confidence. We'll see.
3: <laughs> Joby. Well, J- Squadron leader, you can't just call him Joby. Squadron lead, leader Joby, and he's too busy on uh, Call of Duty, so that's that's gonna uh, cause him trouble.
2: If he gets involved in the market and the BFA's this season, then maybe um, we'll see. We'll see. Right, uh, we'll move on from the Prem, and we're going to turn our attention to uh, obviously the first set of fixtures are out tomorrow, uh, and we're going to have a little <coughs> look at some of our game of the weeks. So. Uh, You've all been asked to pick uh, a game from each division. Hopefully you've done so, and it uh, be interesting to see if we get any clashes. I suspect we probably will. Um, so, Messi, I'm going to start with you. Can you pick a game from yep. each division that stands out to you, and why? I uh, reckon,
4: What uh, start from any league? Uh, you can start um, from any league. For you uh, uh, For the Prem... I'm, I've got two. I picked two no, i Oh, you can't! do That's so greedy. Honestly, uh, so bloody greedy. <laughs> How hard is this? How difficult is it? <laughs>
3: okay, I, okay,
4: okay. I'll say one. No, no, give us you two. Uh, You've said I've two got, now. They're going to be have disappointed three. if you don't give <laughs> three. them three. Have three messages. Okay, if I, okay, okay. The first game was me, myself, and Jam. And the other one was uh, Paul and Suited. And the reason I went for, obviously, me and Jack was because, obviously, we've played, we've just recently had a few games and, obviously, we well, I've just sold him my striker. <laughs> it'd be the oh. return of my striker. Yeah. And the reason for Paul Suit is because, obviously, where suited just got promoted to the Premier League and it'd be his first game, it'd be good uh, test to see how he can actually get on in the Premier League in his first game. Okay. A uh, couple of games.
2: Championship. Uh,
4: do you want, do you want championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah one, we might as well run Aaron, Championship League yep. One. Aaron and Aaron and Gorton. Mm. Obviously, Aaron being a former former Premier League player, and obviously just getting relegated, and Gorton, obviously this is his first season in the uh, league, and it that would be a good test for him to see how he can get on against a former Premier League player in his first game of the season. Okay. Yeah, from could, League could one. one. could, and, set, well, could he, set
0: the tone, couldn't it? Could set the tone for our yep. season.
4: And for League One, I've gone for MJ, G and Satie. Obviously, sim- obviously similar thing. Obviously, where MJ, obviously, being a obviously player on the site for quite a while and Satie being a new player in, obviously, League One. Obviously, played Satie a few times in Reserve League and, obviously, in a few friendlies. Obviously, he's a good enough guy and, hopefully, he does well in League One. But, yeah, that's my main stand-up, my main stand-up games.
2: That's interesting. Um, Rhino,
4: who have you
2: gone for in your games?
3: We have no clashes. Um, I'm pleased to say that no, is good. Um, in in the prem, I've gone for a relegation six pointer. Two guys that were in Division uh, League One, um, not too many seasons ago, but I remember playing against them. Uh, Joby against Mouse. Um, I think uh, yeah, that be that'll be a good game. But um, I think it's an important one where they need to get points on the board early. So whoever does will have an advantage. For the championship I've gone for storm against Sofa Rukas. sofa's first game back in the leagues um, it'll be interesting to I'd like to be a fly on the wall on the mic to see if they can either of them could understand the other um, <laughs> in the party that, that'd be quite amusing um, so uh, yeah that'll be that'll be an interesting one in uh, in the championship and in uh, league one I've gone for new against Tunners like I said earlier Tunners has really improved um, Nguince uh, I, I, get, I get what you're saying Jam he, he is flying he's very attacking I like uh, playing against Nguince. Um but I think Tunners could take points off him I think that'll be a cracker in, uh, in League One
2: yeah there's some interesting games there that you've picked um, Jam who have, you, uh, who have you gone for
0: Well, we've got one clash. Uh, One clash. I'll I'll go my Prem Championship and League One in that order. So, Prem uh, was Berger and Brian. Yeah. I think following our
2: discussion,
0: yeah, following our discussions, Ash, obviously, uh, in pre season, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Brian gets on against one of the big boys. Um, You know, see if he can take points off Berger. Again, I think it's so, so important. And and I think um, Rhino mentioned there about Danger Mouse and Joby. The reason Joby didn't finish above me last season. Um, and creep into that fourth spot was because he had a poor start. If he had had a better start, it'd have, it'd have done a you know a hell of a lot better come the end of the season because his form turned around massively towards the end. So getting a good start, it, you know, it's a big confidence booster for sure. Um, so yeah, Brian and Berger, uh, Storm and Sofa is my clash. I think um, that is absolutely going to be the best game of the uh, for me of the weekend. Um, I, again, I echo uh, Rhino's sentiments. I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Um, you know, fingers crossed as well. Just as a bit of a segue from this, all these need to be streamed, guys. Regardless of whether they're on the list or not, get streaming every single bloody game because um, we want to see all these games. I want to see how people are, are sort of uh, shaping up come the start of the season. Uh, Storm himself has said in a party that he thinks Sofa's a bit of a bogey team for him, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if Sofa with uh, with my old man Joel Linton can uh, can sort of ruin Storm's starts of the season. Um, and League One, I've, I've, I'll be honest, I've been a bit of a cheat here. So Messi obviously picked two. We slated him. I've picked uh, I've picked three, <laughs> and uh, the reason being is because Welzer doesn't play um, in the first fixture list of this season. He doesn't play at all, and unfortunately, it might sound like you know a bit rude, but Hilly, MJG, and Rhino. We're all against, sort of, you know, in quotation marks, weaker opposition. Um, I think, if I'm not wrong, it's Satie, Gaz, and uh, Um So the chasing pack, as it were, you know, or as it could be against Wells, could, could all sort of get hammerings under their belts early on. Um, you know, I don't know what you think about that, Rhino. Yeah, no. Um, who's playing Satie? Um I think MJG is playing I'm Satie. G. Yeah, MJG. Uh, but,
3: yeah, don't underestimate Satie. He's improved since the um, reserve league. He's uh, he, he's improved a bit. He won't he won't be anybody's um, bitch. What's the word? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> won't be my bitch tonight when I get hold of him. But um, no.
2: brilliant. Yeah, no, brilliant. Um, as Jam says, if you can stream your games, do it. I know not everyone can because they're you know connections and whatnot. But if you do, if you are able to, then please do it because I think we'd love to see as many games as we can this season. I think streaming is such a big portion of the site, and in terms of the league, we always get good numbers, uh, especially in the evening of people watching. So. If um, you can stream, then do do it because it's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, if if Harry's next door neighbour is listening by any chance, just upgrade your internet so Harry can stream. Just please. let yeah,
2: let Harry use your internet on the <laughs> in
4: just the evening. <laughs> can I you say? Harry's internet is what is it?
3: Three hundred megabyte or something? God and
2: he can't I do with
3: five FIFA five. Playing. I mean, he can't do what? He can't get,
2: get a a game, game of FIFA, FIFA without, um, <laughs> without lag. No, no, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe right we will move on and we're going to move away from fifa now um and we're going to move over to the gulf um so oh, we love having him on the podcast his voice is so soothing so i'm going Cue to pass music. it. i'm going to pour over to burger uh burger definitely not soothing i'm going to pass over to bertie to tell us a bit more
5: about what's been going on in the gulf over to you bertie Thanks, Ash, and good evening from the AG Clubhouse. You might have noticed that each week our events are now sponsored, and if you know of anybody suitable for a sponsor, please send me a PM. We had two events since we were last with you. Week five was at Blues Island and was kindly sponsored by Rhino Bottling. Incredibly five people tied for the lead here. Macam J S, Jaminator, Jeff Anthony and Hilly. All finished on 23 under, but the winner on a comeback and his first ever victory on the tour was Dearest Storm. So well done to him. Week six brought us to Thunder Taft Hills. Burger through his company Sab's Perfumes kindly sponsored this one, and coming up smelling sweetly after it all was Jaminator, who won his first tournament ever by two shots. Well done again. Welsa has been playing fantastic stuff in the last few weeks. He had the best growth score both weeks and he currently leads the race for the final five. With a lot more time on their hands, some of the guys are getting back to TGC Tours. Shelburne is actually doing his Q School event this week. Red Rhinoceros eliminated a demotion point and Paul Laws has been showing incredible form. He actually has got two promotions up to, from Z to F in the last three weeks that's great going Paul, well done until next time thanks guys um, thank you very much Bertie um, right, moving on, we're going to move on to a brand
2: new segment and uh, this one's going to be quite uh, quite interesting going forward, so uh, I'm going to pass over to you Jam, because I know you're going to take a bit more of a lead on this, um, Controversy Corner
0: Oh, I'm so excited, I'm rubbing my hands together right now I love a bit of drama me um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of deliver my two headlines for us to discuss. Uh, I know obviously Messi, yourself, Ash, and, and Rhino might have brought some to discuss as well, but I think these are the two two main ones from this week um, uh, in my eyes. Anyway, you, know, you guys may disagree. Uh, but first of all, I've got uh, Riverman takes out Storm and Malian in Baku on Monday night. That that caused a hell of a lot of controversy. I think that thread got up to about 29 pages or something on the F1. Um, so that'll be very interesting. God knows how many times Riverman said, sorry, bless him. Um, and, uh, and for me, the absolute creme de la creme. Um, obviously, it has to involve our favourite Skelter. Um, Harry sells a player to Rye Jones for 5 million, but incurs 6 million in fines. I mean, you cannot make it up, can you? I mean, that's just absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Honestly. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, Harry was, was having a bit of a whinge in the shout box about a certain player. Rye Jones was the person who had actually bought him off earlier in the week. Turned around and said, "Oh, well, I'll have him back if you want." So Harry's like, "Yeah, no problem." Sales him back. Right Jones confirms, no mention of a, of a three-day fee or anything anywhere. So obviously he gets fined three million for the sale and three million for not mentioning it. And obviously it's five <laughs> millions always getting on Rye Jones. Absolutely top class. I love that He's man. He's brilliant. He's hilarious. Oh, it's
3: absolutely um, brilliant.
0: But uh, but I um, mean, yeah, in terms of in terms of that, I mean, Rhino, did you have uh, anything to bring to controversy corner this week?
3: I do, I do. So on the Formula One, um, I think, I think people, and, and I think people were a bit harsh on Riverman. Um, I think the. I do as well, especially for the storm one. Riverman, I think the Formula One is it, you get two different types of racing driver. You get uh, somebody who has to win, and they they put winning ahead of everything, and then you've got the other type of people that are there for the enjoyment, and. Don't get me wrong. People who want to win want to enjoy it as well. But it's more about them winning and that they will take chances to win, whereas the other people will want everybody to enjoy it. And I'm one of those people that I will. I'd rather not go past somebody if I think I'm going to you know, do some damage. So Riverman's one of those. I don't think Riverman, he might not be um, that great a driver. But I don't think he would uh, take chances where he, he would deliberately knock somebody out. I just want to say quickly, Bertie, he's improved so much at Formula One. I've got a question for you all: Is Bertie too nice to, to win a Grand Prix? Yeah. He's been, he's been the fastest in practice and in, in in the qualifying, and he gets and the last two races he's been he's been brutally knocked out of the race. Is he too nice to win a Grand Prix?
0: Quite possibly.
3: And my second one is on transfers. Um, you're not getting away with it, Jam. Um,
1: whoa, whoa, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: it just, my question is, when when people, I'd like Messi to talk us through his thought process for selling you that player for seventy million. I just want I want to hear this because
4: <laughs>
3: there have been two transfers this week where. Somebody, a seller has dived in and posted when there were other people willing to pay more. Um, talk about it, Messi. What happened?
0: Yeah, and both both selling manager was messy, wasn't it? Both times. Diego <laughs> Rossi and he Chan.
4: Basically, uh, start with He Chan. Well, basically Jan obviously said to me ages ago he, he was the first actually person who messaged me about He Chan because at the time he had uh, Morelos and I was interested in him and then he he said to me about He Chan we 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 obviously we had a little discussion obviously I said at the time he wasn't for sale and then how if, then how he next is Sudi, how if you yeah. say his name he messaged me and he he was like oh I obviously he's interested in He Chan as well and after and then obviously i said to him i was like well he's not not available at the moment but obviously he probably will obviously i'll let you know soon after seeing how he did in the tournament i was a bit like yeah i don't think he need, really needs He chan and then obviously so i went back to jam i messaged him and i said he obviously about He chan being available we come up we came with, we come up with a price we got the deal done
0: there you go. Well, there's a little bit more to that as well. So I'm not cuz I'm not totally guilty yeah. in this situation. Did you make in, him post it Absolutely man? not. Absolutely not. The picture <laughs> didn't have to come out, all right? So basically, the, the actual conversation went some, if, I, if I can remember as well Messi, and you can back me up on this. Yeah. I said to you, what's the bid at now? You said, I think it was 60. I said 50. to you, I'll give you 65. <clears throat> you said to me yep. 70, and I said I'll do 70 as long as you post it right now. And that's yeah. how it's getting
4: about.
3: And, and, and Messi, for few, you know, just yep. for a bit of advice, when somebody says that to you, you know, you don't do that. But, I mean, if you've got a good player, you want the, every, everybody on the site to know about it, if you're willing to sell, and you just get it out there and get people bidding against each other. I've just seen Rico Henry go for £30 million, a 71-rated mm. fullback, because that's two back, or yeah. three people were bidding. Um so, uh, yeah, I think, I think um, yeah, it, it's, everything's fine. There's, there's no controversy over it. Everything's fine about it. I just think you could have got more for it for him by the sounds of it.
0: Yeah. But, again, as far as I'm concerned, I'm completely guiltless in this situation. Sure this is clear.
2: <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, yeah. No, I think both of those bits that you've mentioned um, about Harry, I think that is just a standout for me. It's just, it's comical. It is, it's so comical. And I hope it's a lesson learnt, really, to check these things before we, uh, that's the deal. Um,
0: uh, uh, Messi, Sorry, just quickly, just, Messi, before we move on, did you have a, a controversy you wanted to bring to controversy corner today?
4: No, we've already spoke about it. The transfer. Oh,
0: perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, not so much controversy um, I think obviously what happens in your division in f1 is uh, obviously I'm unaware to what goes on only I go off the thread um, division one was quite clean um, I think the only moment that really stood out is I think we had a bit of a rage um, in the uh, in the race from someone um, obviously I, I don't believe and I don't agree with the fact that you know some people think that people just go on to f1 to take people out intentionally Um I don't think that's the case. I don't think anyone would take anyone out intentionally. No, Harry's it's... in our
0: race
2: now, not yours. No, well, this is true, but you know, um, there was a moment that I think, and I, I can't remember who it was. I think it might've been Ninja Bean, but I don't quite know that. He was the
0: rager.
2: He, he was the, was it rager? Right. It was probably Ninja Bean then. And I think, I can't remember who he was involved with. Um, I was think it might've been Welzer. Yes, it was Welzer. Um, there had been a, I think it was a collision on a corner or something, and it is, and yeah, I just I remember Ninja sort of going on a little rant, um, and a little rage, and I can't remember if it carried over into the thread, um, about how it was intentional. Look, it's not intentional, um, you know, and I don't think anyone would go onto an F1 race to take anyone out intentionally, you know, it's the same in both divisions, I think, um, There are moments where people get clipped and, you know, people's races do end. And that's just part of the, you know, part of the uh, F1 race. Um, It doesn't happen all the time. And if it does happen, it's happened accidentally. And there's a lot of apologies that go on. Um, I think it was just the uh, it was just the attitude of uh, being intentional and just raging out. Because I think he quit out the race, quit out the party. Yeah, no, it's need no, no. no need for it. there's no need for it. There's no need for it.
0: And it wasn't even a race-ending collision, I don't think. No, you know, no, I think it was limped into the pits. Yeah, yeah, no, um...
2: yeah, frustrating. Yeah, no need for it. Right, yeah. that's a little bit off topic. We'll go back. Right, yeah. controversy corner. Yeah, no, really, really good, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the next one come
0: along. Um and feel free as well, guys, you know, PM me, um your controversies, you know, on the upcoming podcast, if if there's any you think we might have missed, um, you know, for the next one. Um, especially by the time they come round, obviously there'll be another F one race and probably another two races by then. So, you know, PM us if, if there's anything you want us to discuss, or better yet, come on and discuss it in Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Do,
2: yourself. yeah, do get involved. Um, right, we'll move on, uh, and I'm aware of the time, so we're going to move on. Um, oh, quickly, did you want to mention something quickly about the, uh, the big, did, the big yeah. match coming up?
0: Yeah, the big one, the, the big kahuna. So, it's finally happening. Um, the, uh, the, the VFL Palmer team, um, led by Golden Beard, um are going to play the ag um water boys uh, as, as they are um uh, basically it's going to be an nhs uh, charity donation match with everything going on at the moment and that's absolutely fantastic idea so well done to marcus well done to golden beard etc and uh, and everybody involved for, for coming up with the idea um I believe it's going to be a best of five. It's going to be played on a Friday or a Saturday in the coming weeks. Um, If you want to get involved on either side, you have to pay £10 as a donation, um, to which Marcus will give you a VIP membership um, for as well. So well done to Marcus, you know, giving away extra there as well. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you know, get involved. It's going to be a great night. Um, Lots of banter flying around, I imagine. Um, So, yeah, fingers crossed. It's a a good one. But obviously more to follow. So keep looking out for uh, Marcus posting updates.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Harry no. to score a hat trick, and no. Harry to score a hat trick. Right, well, let's not go that far. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, let's move on, and we're going to move on to the listeners' questions. So, thank you to everyone that has sent a question over to Jam. Um, we've had so we've had quite a lot come through. I think we've uh, I think there was over twenty or so, uh, which is good. Um, we have whittled them down to around eight or ten, uh, just because otherwise we would be here on a two two and a half hour podcast. Um, And no one wants that. So we've got a list of questions and I'm going to run through them, obviously, for our panel. So question number one um, comes from Suited Recluse. So BBC Match of the Day have been running some special shows and one was the best European import and the other best Premier League captain. Who would you guys pick as number one compared to the pundits? So one captain that's come um, from a European country and best captain of, well, well best captain in general. Um, Jam, I'm going to start with you first.
0: Yeah, so just to quickly clarify, so it's just best European import player-wise. not do not have to be a captain. Oh, um, okay. So just, yeah, I think it's just best European players to play in the Premier League and best captain. Um, best European, um, I would probably have to say Thierry Henry. I think that's quite route one, but, I mean, you know, the guy's unreal. Um, and best captain, I would personally say Vincent Kompany, purely because... Um, I wasn't really at the age where I could appreciate Roy Keane when he was at Man United. Um, but, you know, having seen Vincent Kompany score headers and obviously that volley, you know, against Leicester at the end of last season, um, you know, he, he did give proper captaincy performance on the pitch. So they're, they're my two picks. Um, Rhino?
3: Um, this is the sort of question where, you know, if you're a fan of the top few, you know, top clubs, you pick your own players. Um, I'm old school and I don't consider Roy Keane to be a uh, a European, to be fair, but I guess that's what he is. Um, In terms of best Euro import, uh, for me, it's Eric Cantona, but yeah, Thierry Henry um, and Dennis Bergkamp were both amazing. Uh, Best captain, uh, Stephen Gerrard.
0: Oh, my word. Hey,
3: Hey, didn't win very much, did he? John Terry, he
4: won a few things, but I think I'll go along with the BBC and give it Roy Keane. Messi? For me, I'd probably say someone like Omri or Vieira, and obviously best captain, I'd probably say someone in the likes of John Terry, someone like Terry, maybe maybe like, obviously, Gerrard, or obviously his backup, Lampard yeah <laughs> yeah. i mean you have heard that
2: right any united fans um yeah um right next question uh, this has come from Welzer. uh with the amount of members now in the leagues what rules would you consider adding to improve depth for example financial fair play or number of homegrown players rhino i'm going to start with you
3: yeah so i i um I think we, we used to have uh, Jay Lizzle that used to, when he first joined the site, when we all first joined the site, he used to give all these ideas to Marcus and overwhelm him with uh, all these things. For me, what works for our league is the simplicity of it. So I don't want to get over, I don't, I don't think we should get over complicated personally. I would like something where um, you're forced into the transfer market. Um, I think that would that would help. That's what makes the league go round. You know, when people sit on their players, wait for BFAs, it's boring um, and people play for, uh, you know, ultimate team. Um, That's what I would like to see. And I hope people are looking at ways of doing that because um, we've had a great few days in the transfer market. The new guys are loving it. They can't believe it. But what they don't realize is in a couple of days time, it'll die down again. and, And we'll just be sitting here waiting for BFAs. So um, I think that that's what I would like to see.
4: Um, Messi. For me, it would be basically seeing, obviously, most of the teams using literally every most of their players, and like maybe if it's half their league games or just cup games only, at least give everyone in your squad. Uh, basically a good run-up because obviously some people obviously they buy enough players maybe just to fill the bench and so on but are they actually getting a run out but a good thing would be getting everyone to play every player in their squad so even if it's in the league or in the cup just to kind of make it fair give everyone a run out
2: hmm, interesting jam
4: yeah, I mean, it's sort of echoing what um, what Messi
0: said, actually. I don't know why it was so difficult with the goalkeeper rule, you know, from the other season. In the Cups, you have to play your weaker goalkeeper. Um yeah, that was a great know, idea. I to like me, it. I thought that, you know, that was Storm's idea back in the day. That was a fantastic idea. And I think that was a great, great idea. I, I would personally love to see come back as well. Um, you know, I'm not one of these that, you know, if you get sort of, you know, two seconds in and it's kick off you're like, oh, bollocks, I've, I've left my goalkeeper in that's fine. We'll just quit out and change it. You know, I think there's no problem with that. If it gets to like the 90th minute and and you've just got beaten, you realize they've got their old keeper in, then, you know, there's something to be discussed, isn't there? But for me, I don't think it's that difficult. You know, what, what are we playing boys? Is it a cup game? All right. Okay. Let me just get my other keeper in. You know, it wasn't difficult at all. I'll be honest.
2: No, I I don't think so too. Um, I I didn't think there was a problem with it. It made for some interesting scorelines, seeing some of the uh, shitter keepers in goal. Um, But, yeah, I don't think there was anything wrong with it. Um, Right, next question slash mini rant has come from Payne Wales. So, every week there is an issue with reckless driving or just some have no clue on F1 and just turn up to race as if they're playing Forza Horizon, which results in Joe and Bertie facing countless moans later that night or next day. First off, those that don't know F1, all it takes is to watch a few highlight races to understand the basic things on track, like when and when to not overtake or rejoin the track after going off. It won't change much, but will definitely reduce a bit of a track a uh, bit of a track carnage i told you this was a little bit of a rant in addition could there be a panel set up to view race incidents post-race to decide who was at fault and possibly administer fines if there's a recurring theme so i guess a sort of like an independent panel that looks at clips or um bits and pieces um jam i'm going to start with you
0: yeah, I mean, like I say quick question, quite a quick answer as well. I think that absolutely, I think there could be an independent panel set up. But it'd probably have to be something along the lines of, you know, Joe and two Division One racers or something like that watching the Division Two races, and Bertie and two Division Two racers watching the Division One race. Um, you know, in regards to streams, not live, um, yeah. to see if there was any incidents. Part of the problem is that not everybody streams. You know, I, I stream and I managed to miss all the the. Um, uh, the incidents on last week's race because I was nowhere near them at the time, you know. So I had to rely on hearsay and other other streams to, to catch it. So, yeah, great idea in principle, and I agree with you know the whole when to overtake, when not to, etc. But it's so tricky to uh, to to sort of manage really. Um, Rhino, um,
3: yeah, I I think that um, I think it'd be a great idea to stream both races. You get a non a non-racer um, streaming and you, you could um, you, you could watch all the different races go on I was out in in lap one a couple of weeks ago so I was streaming my race and I spectated the whole race and I thought it was I thought it was great that's that's what I would do um, in terms of for me I don't think it's Payne's idea is particularly necessary I think if if you've got serious racers who want a serious division where you're changing downforce and you want, you know, you, you want rules and regulations brought in, then maybe have that as one, one race. And then another race where it's just for fun because I race for fun. So I don't think it's necessary in my, in my race, but, um, yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it. Um,
2: Missy, I I don't know if you do the F1, but, um,
3: uh, I
4: did. Well, I used to do the FMI, I'm not currently doing that at the moment, but it would be obviously. I would think it'd be something to probably think about and maybe bring in. Obviously, you know, if you're getting obviously knocked out constantly week after week, then maybe you know, maybe finding someone who is knocking you out, yeah, and maybe having a panel would be something handy for like people like people who are getting knocked out week in week out
2: yeah i mean that's i mean that's fair enough but i i don't think there's anything wrong with the current way that it's currently being done if you if you've had an interview in the uh, in the race um yeah and you record it put it in the forum put it in the thread and if it warrants a you know a sanction uh, a, or a ban or you know we've we've had it in the past where people have taken people out and they've been banned for a week um if if you if you feel that you've been done out and you feel there's been an incident, then just record it. It's so easy to record the last thirty seconds or so and stick it in the forum. Um, I, I don't think we need to overcomplicate it, and I just think it's it's quite simple, really. Um, and it's just my two piece on it. Um, right, I'm going to move on because I'm conscientious of the time. So uh, next questions come from Joe. Uh, should event payments be reduced to one million? When you look at how much cash people are building up, are events putting too much money into the system? Um, Messi, I'm going to start with you.
4: For me, I'd say give it a try, or run to see what happens. Obviously, with the mon- with money wise, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Obviously, I'm you know I'm not part of an Andaman team, so I don't know what what goes what. But obviously, for the last bit, I would say basically give. Give it a try, or run, and see what happens. Obviously, obviously, there are, it's only one, it's only one million short, but you know, just give it a try, or run, and see what happens. Really, and if it all works out, then it'd be something to talk about again in the future. Uh, Rhyno,
3: we've we've already reduced them down, haven't we? Um, quite a lot to two million. Um, so, I know I know what he means. We, we, we've accumulated cash quite quite a lot. People that do all the events. Um, I don't
0: think that's necessary,
3: no.
0: Um, and Jan? Um Yeah, real quick, I think I, I agree with, with what Rhino said. Done, I think it's, I know where Joe's coming from. I think part of the problem is, um, well, not problem, because it's great, is the fact that we've got so many people attending um, so many events that are going on at the moment with, with the scenario in, in the current climate. Um, you know, the amount of events we're doing, there is easy to, to build up a lot of cash. Um, for me, one way that, you know, would easily solve it is, like say, you know, regular BFAs, players are going to go out, cash, sorry, players are going to come in, cash is going to go out. Um, also as well, I mean, possibly, you know, the, the transfer window, you know, we've just started the season tomorrow, so there's going to be no dramas in that sense. But the, the fact that the transfer window closes when the season finishes, you know, it's, um, if if there was any way to maybe open the the window a couple of weeks before the season starts or something like that, um, you know, or three weeks, or you know, or even keep it open throughout the whole thing. Um, I know it's a bit difficult when it comes to the sheets, but it's um, that's where a lot of the money stagnates. I think.
3: I've, I've got a question. Why do people always get hung up about the amount of money in in the league? Why why does it matter? I don't I don't understand. People go, oh, there's too much. Why is it? I think that it's it's, I it's when
0: people hoard it. mate. I think that's the situation. I think it's if people. Are looked at to be say for example Sudley. Sudley isn't hoarding it because he's actively out there trying to trying to buy players. You know we saw that with He Chan, we saw that with other players. Um, so he he's not an issue. You know you look at Suited, he's got a lot of money. Is you know I don't know. I'm not going to accuse him of anything, but you know is Suited out there actually actively trying to buy players off other people, or is he just thinking Ah, do you know what? I'm going to sit on this hundred million. I'm going to wait for the BFA and just boss it. You know, and that that's the problem I think. That's where people have problems with it.
3: A, a, just a bit of advice to the new people if you're not sure when um, when a BFA is around the corner just have a look at, at Jam's activity <laughs> <in the things laughs> that. because that's what I do I just see all oh, Jam's selling a few players there must be a BFA around the corner
0: if only it was
2: that easy brilliant <laughs> brilliant um right I'm contentious of time so we've got two more questions um first question's come from Malian um who do you think is the most valuable player on the site at the present? So I presume this is in terms of um, uh, in teams. Um, Jam. Um,
0: I would probably say Joe Striker, Victor Osman. I think he's he's got it everything. He's got it all.
4: Okay. Uh, Messi. I'm going to say Riverman's Treori. Literally, because R- he loves that. Don't don't. Say that. <laughs> But he but you gotta admit though it is his best player in that team. Um Rhino
3: do, 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 do. Scott McTominay <laughs> Um 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 Yeah, Scott McTominay, I don't
2: know. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, uh final question of I'm aware of the time. So Hilly, um Question for the podcast, guys. If you could trade your squad with anyone else on AG, who would they pick and why? So, Jam, whose squad would you pick?
0: Um, oh, that's a tricky one, that, isn't it? Um, I would probably pick Joe's uh, because he's got um, Tenale, he's got Aussie men, he's got some uh, some good players. So, I would pick Joe's.
3: Um, um, I'd pick Bertie's because... Um,
2: I want to see if they're as good as he keeps saying they are, and um, I'd
4: sell half of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, uh, Messi. Uh, I I would have said burgers Ber- because he's got a literally he's got he's got everything in defence that you would want. He's got a nice, good solid defence. He's got a good keeper. So pretty much, what else you could ask for? Just add some strikers on top, and he would be all right. <laughs> Brilliant. No. Um, yeah. For, I had. Uh, I had
2: Berger's team down as well. I don't think I agree with you Messi in the fact I think he's uh you know his defensive line is sort of solid and he's got a good uh, attack as well. Um that concludes listener's questions. Thank you to everyone that did put them in. We are sorry that we haven't had the chance to do them all. Um you know we could get lost away in listener's questions and be here for a lot longer. Um but we really really do appreciate you putting them in. So that concludes today's podcast. Um I'm going to pass over to uh, obviously Rhino first to say your uh, goodbye.
3: Yeah, goodbye everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for having me back.
2: Yeah, no, really, really good to have you on. Um, and Messi,
4: thanks, thanks for having me on, guys. And hopefully, I'll see you again soon on here. Ah. Oh. And I just remembered before we go, I'm gonna
2: pass over to Jam, who's got some uh, some interesting news regarding a certain player. So over to you, Jam.
0: Yeah, thanks, Ash. Um obviously, thanks for listening, guys. We'll just finish off with uh, what everyone's probably tuning in for this evening, which obviously is the end on ballet lowest unique bid winner. Um, some really interesting bids, and you know forty three members in the league, only thirty one bids. Um, you know, takeaway, obviously me and Ash couldn't bid, so ten people. Uh, elected not to put a bid in which was um, quite strange it's, uh, yeah of, you know, it's not good really about, guys yeah some people saying about the wages but you could just sell it straight away if you don't want to you know you can make a massive profit there you know there's no three uh, or four day fee on a, on a BFA or, or this sort of type so there'd have been no worries there anyway um so some interesting bids to say the least um you know, I'll be posting these uh, when the podcast goes out so there's full transparency. Um, you know, shout out to Wince, twenty million, um, on our lowest unique bid. He was quite quite <laughs> far and away the highest bid. Um only uh, only one person uh bid obviously the amount that won, of course. And actually it was a, a two million. So it was the lowest possible bid ash that could have been uh been placed. Yep. Um, and, unfortunately, um, I'm going to get so much stick for this because of what happened uh, on Thursday. The, uh, the winner is Messi. So, congratulations, Messi. Uh, absolutely no collusion whatsoever here, guys. Honest to God. Um, not that people are going to believe it, but hey-ho. Um, but, yeah, shout-out to Raz, 3 million, and Tunners, 4 million. But Messi takes it with uh, with 2 million. So, congratulations, Messi. I'm sure Marcus will add him into your squad uh, ASAP.
2: Yeah, no, well done, Messi. Uh, nice little player for £2 million. Whether you want to sort of uh, sell him on, make a little bit of money or put him in your team, right, put him in your team, it's up to you. Right. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. Um, obviously, it is a bit
0: of a relaunch for us. Um, Jam, if you want to say goodbye in your own special way. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Um, obviously, again, like I said, echo that. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Any feedback, obviously, be more than welcome uh, as well, no feedback on on me colluding with Messi, please. That, that <laughs> um, it will be inevitable though. But uh, but yeah, thanks thanks for hosting tonight,
2: Ash. Brilliant, yeah. No, cheers as always. Um, and if you do want to ever come on, uh, we're always looking out for new people. Do please PM either myself or Jam um, because we'd love to get you on. Um, so please do do message us. Right, thanks for listening, boys. Goodbye.